The blue sharkskin suit waved to me across the thrift store, but I did not wave back. I bought what I was there to buy, a gray wool pinstripe and starchy white button-down with minimal pit stains and wingtips and the most Republican tie I could find on the crowded rack, hemoglobin red with tiny elephants. If I were my dad, I would trust me in this tie. Plus, I dig elephants. The jacket was slid all the way up the center back seam. Those were always the classiest suits, the Undertaker specials, worn only once, and not to the dance hall either. Shell had shown me this old rag picker trick. Just restitch that seam, and the suit comes back to life. It wasn't in Shell's nature to worry about wearing hand-me-downs of the dead. I didn't know what my nature was. Maybe I needed a new nature. Black socks and mouthwash, and before too long, I sat across from a spectacled young woman at a temp agency. I have to be honest with you, Clayton. Your typing numbers aren't great. I hadn't anticipated the skills test. All I did was dress. No research. It was pathetic, me hunting and pecking in my careful suit and tie, with a clamor of keystrokes all around me, people who knew what the Christ they were doing. On the wall in the interview room was a poster, a cartoon of a hapless fly caught in a spider web. Millennium bug stops here, said the caption. Dine office temps, the right Y2K skill set. I was no dine office dynamo. The interview lady split her attention between her computer monitor and my flushed face. She peered at both of us over the top of her glasses. She looked like a librarian, maybe the sexy kind or maybe the kind who shushes exuberant child readers. Clayton, will you take my advice? Get yourself one of those typing teacher programs. Practice. Practice a lot. I like you, but I can't send you out with numbers like this. You like me, said the tiny exuberant child in my head. Okay, said my grown-up mouth. More money to borrow from Shell, or my mother, or my supposed best friend, Marvelli, or some other half-willing helper. More hassle, the whole thing. As usual, all highways led back to money. All the way home, I fiddled with my pocket knife, maybe freaking out the G-train populace, but did I care? It was a Swiss Army knife, a gift from Shell. I flipped out each gizmo and polished it with my shirt front. The knife, the saw, the can opener, the scissors, the slim pair of tweezers tucked into a sleeve, the toothpick. You'll always have what you need when you need it, Shell had said, with a devilish squint when I opened the gift. It's very manly of you to carry a knife like that. Are the Swiss known for being manly, I asked her. They're known for their precision, she had said. Are you implying I need to be more precise? I just think you ought to be ready, she had replied. Ready for what? A typing skills test? The knife hadn't saved me. No equipment would have saved me. But my shell, she knew all about ready. Once she showed me her old Girl Scout uniform, minty green with a sash covered in badges, some inscrutable, so she narrated. Cooking, baking, uh, not the same as cooking. Archery, fire building, first aid, not making, sewing, carpentry. I loved her, the little version of her I imagined in the green getup, earning her carpentry credential and the big version, too, the one who pshawed and laughed at her youngster self. I wasn't very good at baking. 
I burnt the ripples in my pie crust. I forgot to put on the foil. I would have eaten her ripples. I would have given her a badge. I wanted to be like her. I wanted to be like the pocket knife, full of compartments and gizmos. Ready.